drank my goddamn apple juice. Oh, Terry. Stop cussing. This ain't deaf comedy jam. I put a big ass red. Terry, stop cussing. Who, 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 who drank my goddamn apple juice? That's cool. I can do with that. Hello, Reginald. Hello, Aisha Hadia. How are you? <laughs> I'm fine. Are we starting? Is this the start? Is that how, um, this, how we this, start? Is, this is this is the start? Okay. Okay. Reginald. So what's up, you guys? And welcome back. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Get everything out. Get it out. No, I was just saying Reginald. That's that's interesting. Y'all, um, I, for some reason. All you women are calling me Reginald these days. I don't. Look at your name. Okay, you're right. <laughs> you ready? I'm ready. What's up, you guys, and welcome back to another episode of Coffee and Apple Juice, the podcast. I am your host, Aisha Hadia, and this is my brother from another mother, my podcast best friend. Like we literally family, and he really don't even need no introduction because y'all already know who I got to the left of me. One of them, yeah. <laughs> I'm to the left of you? You're to the left of me, yeah. Okay. I'm, yeah, I'm pointing at you. Okay. On my right. Am I to the right of you? No, you're you're on top of me. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's how um, Zoom do. I guess it just depends on how you got your layout. But right. whatever. This is my brother, y'all. Reggie. Absolutely. From Unapologetic, the podcast. Now, if you have not been a, a, a listener of my show for long, y'all know that Reggie is my go-to with anything. This is this will be the second episode that you've been on when we talk about the same person. Um, You're absolutely right. You know, whatever the case may be, go ahead and introduce yourself. Cut this light up a little bit so y'all can see my fine ass. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? Um, listeners, viewers of uh, coffee and apple juice. As y'all know, I am Reg, the Prime Minister from Unapologetic the Podcast, one half of Unapologetic the Podcast. My host is Dre, and also I am um, one half of Aries Talking Sports. Um, you can find us on all DSPs. Um, don't have a social media for my sports podcast, but Unapologetic is Unapologetic the Pod, all one word, and my personal is Reg is amazing r-e-g-i-z-a-m-a-z-i-n yep that is me he is i i am him all that good stuff okay. i'm happy that you have me back on um even though i was I, uh, how many episodes ago was i on it was three or four this is your fourth episode this season i think so you keep up more with it than i do so because <laughs> i listen i'll be watching all y'all stuff I, I have a podcast day to where i just watch all of my um friends, their podcast, or watch or listen to it. So, you know, I set I aside a specific day. I really do need to just set some time aside. Like I listen to them when I'm at work, um, because mm -hmm. I have specific work that I have to do where I can listen to music or listen to podcasts, <laughs> and I do listen to them. I be, mm -hmm. I, I listen to y'all's or yours while I'm at work, and any other time I have some free time, like if I'm cleaning up, I try to uh listen to them. But I definitely need to set aside a day where I can just kind of give back and start supporting everybody else podcast um because i feel like we're not gonna really make it if we don't support each other for real for real that too so, and also help you brainstorm too sometimes you know you yeah it do because i get a lot of different ideas 
um, from listening to other people's podcasts, mm-hmm. not necessarily stealing, but you know, just, oh, I can do this instead of that, but right. you know, it being the same aspect. So yeah. I definitely do a lot of brainstorming and get a lot of different ideas on topics, um, different uh segments that I can implement and things of that nature. So mm-hmm. yeah, I really enjoy y'all's podcast, especially episodes with me on it. But <laughs> that's just the narcissist in me talking. But anyways, you should oh, I mean we do good we do, do good episodes. We do great episodes. We, like we have a magic there. Um and I feel like that's a that's I feel like that's one of the reasons why a lot of my um episodes I'm, I'm not too pleased with because I feel like I don't have a good chemistry with the guests that I have on you know uh-huh. I meet people and I have them on as guests and immediately I have to pretend as if I've been knowing this person for a long time because I want the I want it to be I want us to be that comfortable with yeah. discussing things with each other but it's like with you I get that but I don't get that with a lot of other people um and I, I feel like that's the reason why a lot of my uh past co-hosts didn't mm-hmm. really work out in this stick along because I feel like we just didn't have that type of chemistry um and speaking of co-hosts uh just to let you guys know Smurf is no longer with us on the podcast um no bad blood or anything like that he's just not with us anymore um a mutual uh agreement between the both of us no harm no foul just wanted to put that out there in case anybody else was wondering um but yeah so we me and reggie we share a really great chemistry um anytime i need him to be a guest on my show he always makes himself available vice versa when he needs me i'm there um and i told him i don't know if you was understanding the text that i sent you the other day but i had just got done listening to one of your episodes Uh and i was just like reggie listen if for whatever reason coffee and apple juice don't pop off like i wanted to just know that i'm going to be your support system for whatever you may need for unapologetic the podcast mm-hmm. because I just see it in you like you just I don't know it's like you just you have that niche that it takes when it comes to podcasting you have the right questions to ask you plan you pre you do pre-production and things of that nature whereas I just be trying to get in at the last minute when I got time and because my work schedule is so hectic mm-hmm. you know it's, it's it's causing me to put coffee and apple juice um it's causing me to just push it back a level. And I hate that. But at the same time, you know, my job, that's what pays my mortgage at this at this time. So until yeah. I can really get my work schedule situated to where I can really invest more time and energy into my mm-hmm. podcast, you know, it just it is what it is. But for the listeners and for the viewers, do not think that I'm going to just half ass and give y'all anything because I'm not anytime I sit down in this chair and I get on this camera and get on this mic I'm gonna get y'all the best of me I'm gonna mm-hmm. get y'all the best of whatever it is the topic is going to be whatever I'm gonna get y'all the best of me um so with that being oh, hold on hold on so I woke up to that message and I was like damn what the fuck did I do I was like oh I my just, god because the autocorrect like, something up yeah I was like I fucked something up what did I edit wrong because it's like not podcasting is not your niche i was like damn what did i do (laughs) these nails you don't i don't think nobody understand what it's like to have to text with nails it is really hard and so what Mm -hmm. happened was i i said pot the the text message went sent to him said podcasting is not your niche and then it was supposed to say podcast is your niche um but I corrected it as soon as I realized it was an issue. So I do apologize for that. I definitely didn't want you to feel no type of way. This is what you're you're supposed to be doing. This is your purpose. So stick I with it. it. But listen, you're you're gonna succeed. I'm gonna make sure. I appreciate you for that. Thing. Unapologetic and 
and and your podcast is going to go somewhere. Well, thank you so much for that. Now, let's get into this bullshit that occurred as mm. of Sunday and Monday morning. Mm-hmm. So, where do if we you start? Have, if you've been living up under a rock for the last seventy-two hours, forty-eight hours, seventy-two, whatever, then you will know that the internet has been set on Beyonce's great internet has been set <laughs> By he who is the baby and his baby mama, Danny Lay. So if you do not know, Danny Lay and the baby have been going on a series of rants on the internet via live on Instagram, where he has stated that she needed to leave. He's called the police on her. She has been antagonized. Um... She has been humiliated. He called her a side chick, which just didn't sit right with me, but okay. Um, it's it's just been a whole lot of whole lot of okay. <laughs> now I have my theories on what has taken place. I'm sure everybody has their theories on what take has taken place. And in the midst of this episode, I will be dropping video clips of what has taken place in the order in which I feel like they have taken place. Now, mind you, because I'm not, I don't watch lives like that. So I'm getting the bits and pieces that has been posted for the internet to see. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do have a series of screenshots, screen recordings, live recordings. I have everything that I feel like I possibly need to lay out what has taken place in the last 24, 48, 72 hours. Okay. So we have talked about this and you have expressed your opinions on this. Matter of fact, this is going to be a two-part episode because it's a lot to unpack. Okay. <laughs> now let's go, let's talk first about what we seen firsthand. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now you expressed that you felt like going live was just unnecessary. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, so let's talk about that first. Why is it that a lot of people feel like they need to go live and video record and just put the world in their business um, when it comes to anything domestic related, anything that's going on in their life or whatever the case may be? I feel like that's the effect social media have on us as consumers of it. Right. Honestly, I don't have a good answer for it because I I don't see the reason. Um, His reason, I guess a lot of other people's reason may be to let everybody see I'm not the crazy one here or this is not me, which nothing he showed us on live, you know, um, supported the theory of he's not the crazy one here or he's protecting himself. Right. Um, But they go live, right? And then they get back together months later, right? And then they wonder why everybody's in their business. Well, you put us in your business when y'all went live. But right. for him, so like I told you, for him to go live, I thought it was, um, it made me look look at him different as a man. I definitely look at him different after this situation. Because you can, um, like I told you, you can record it and not, you know, and hold it for yourself. Just in case she says, hey, he put his hands on me or he did this, he did that. You can hold that. But, for you to go live and um, 
his line was all wrong anyway. Cause like I told you, he was, oh, it looked no. like he was antagonizing, oh, no. looked like he was antagonizing her. But especially while she was feeding her, her newborn baby. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was all wrong for me. Mm-hmm. So um, for him to go live and just do it in general, it just looked, you know, it looked bad on his part. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because I feel like we are living in a day and age where going live is necessary. Like he felt as though going live was necessary right. to protect himself and protect right. his career. Mm-hmm. He needed to put all this out so the world could see exactly what mm-hmm. was going on. Now, my perspective. So like I told you before, my first initial reaction to this whole situation is so many different battles going on. So many different fights going on in this one war. And it's like, I have to, I'm trying to pick and choose which one to go with first. Right. Right. So I'm looking at this situation from a mother's standpoint. I'm looking at this situation from a woman's standpoint. I'm looking at this situation from somebody who has been humiliated by somebody they love standpoint. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at this situation from a black person's standpoint. I'm looking at this situation from a black woman's standpoint. Like it was just so much to unpack. Now, the first initial live that we see is Danny Lay sitting in the bed. She's feeding her newborn baby. She clearly looks comfortable. She got on a tank top, some shorts. She don't look like she just got there. She looked like she had just woke up, (laughs) got woken up out her sleep and was feeding the baby. Like she looked, she looked like she was at home. Okay. Let's just go ahead and put that there. She looked like she was at home. Okay. And then you, you see the baby going live. I think she stated it was three something in the morning. So you see the baby going live. I I need to pause for a second. This looks really good on me. (laughs) I look really pretty right now. Like I ain't never wore this hat. I just always had it. I, I like giving. it. I like this the hat. Look. I, I want to like start dressing up for y'all from the bottom up or from the waist up to give off a more professional uh, look. But anyways, okay. so she looked comfortable. And then you hear the baby going live with, um, you know, while she's feeding her baby. And I felt like that was just an invasion. Like, even if, the, okay, so let me back up for a second. Danny Lay stated that he woke her up after she had done cooked dinner for him. He came in. Um, she said, I think she stated it was like three something in the morning. And he came in and told her that y'all have to leave. Okay. So mm. let's just pause. It's three something in the morning. I'm asleep. My newborn baby is asleep. You ain't been here, you know, because you was just at a basketball game with J. Cole. So you haven't been here. So I'm the one that's been up and down with the baby all day, feeding her, changing her, make sure that she's comfortable trying to get sleep when I can. And when I finally do get some sleep after I done cooked you a meal, you come in here telling me y'all have to leave. I thought that was extremely inappropriate. I thought that was extremely unnecessary. Why in the fuck couldn't you wait till in the morning when I woke up uh-huh. so we could sit down and have this conversation? And then to add insult to injury, you went live and you basically did this in front of the whole entire world because you're not no B-list or C-list celebrity. Like you're extremely popular. You have fans that are dedicated to you. So you know your live is going to do numbers. Yep. So you did this at three in the morning. Now I'm up trying to get myself together, trying to figure out exactly what the fuck is going on. So I understand her rage. I understand her, her, uh, how upset she is. I mm-hmm. understand everything. I, I, her, I, I understand all of it. 
you broke my sleep to wake me up and tell me I have to leave. So the first thing I'm thinking is, well, damn, I just had a baby. This is my baby daddy telling me he I, I got to leave. Where the fuck I'm going to go? Oh, but you can get a hotel. Really? The father of my newborn child is putting me out at three in the morning. So I get why she's upset. Now, of course, on um, Blue Ivy Carter's uh, Wi-Fi, y'all coming down on her for using the term nigga. But I feel like that girl been using it. We ain't been had no issue with it. But now all of a sudden, we got an issue with it. I don't think that's the problem. I don't think that's the problem. That's not the problem here. Okay. So then the police was called. So we have a live where the police was called. Um, and uh, she's basically telling y'all, fuck y'all. I ain't, you know, where he at. You know, she's visibly upset. She's verbally upset. Mm -hmm. And that is understandable. You woke me up at three in the morning. You woke me and my baby up because now I'm up. She's probably hungry. You need to be changed. All this and all that. So now I'm up having to, you know, get her situated. I'm feeding her. And you basically showing you embarrassing me in front of the world. The mother of your child who you laid down with and made a baby with. Like, really? So after that takes place, it dies down. But then here this morning, in the next morning, everybody got some shit to say now. Oh, let me let me state that a, a statement was made by the baby, as well as a statement was made by Danny Lay. They put their statements out. I will include them here so y'all can see that th their statements. Um, but nonetheless, the next morning, it's like hit this shit go again. Now the next morning when the baby went live. We assuming Danny Lay done left. We assuming she was escorted off the premises and she gone with her and her baby at a hotel somewhere or whatever. That's what I assume. Mm -hmm. But 14, 15 minutes into your life, she pops back up. She ain't went no fucking well. <laughs> she still got that same motherfucking tank top on she had the night before because Sue said, bitch, I ain't going nowhere. Me and my baby finna go back to the bed. Mm -hmm. Okay. And she pops up in his live, and that's where, you know, he goes, well, you was my side bitch, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And shout is not my girl. I ain't never been my girl. Is my side bitch. It's your what? No, my it's side bitch. Shout is a certified side bitch. Like, like, it's fucking embarrassing me like that. Shout is a certified side Shut bitch. Up. Just trying to act Get like she ain't. No, let, let's Look, take it down. Her parents know she's my side bitch. Everybody knows she's a side bitch. She don't want y'all to know she's a side bitch. She got to save her face. She got to crash all the way out. And I'm just like, no, she was not a side bitch because a side bitch would indicate that you have an actual woman. Where is your Absolutely. actual woman? Absolutely. Okay. So part two of this episode would be the rules and regulations and terminology needed to be used when it comes to having a side bitch because goddamn... You ain't finna make us think this girl was your side chick, not taking pictures like this. Okay, so I, I was just about to ask you this question too. You're saying that um, is a side a side bitch? They know they're a side bitch, right? Some because do, the side, some don't. I thought some the, do, some don't. You well, can be, so, you can have a girlfriend at home and go out and decide to start, you know, kicking it with the other girl. You mm -hmm. could be spending time with this other girl to the point where she don't even know about your other one, your woman. 
Okay, so because a, a lot of these situations play out like now in your mind, she's your side chick. But so in her I, mind, you her boyfriend. Right. I was thinking that you know, uh, I, I guess a key requirement of a side bitch was to okay. I know my position. I know whatever role I'm going to play in his life and whatever role he's playing in my life. Now, later on down the road, there might be feelings that are, you know, gained and okay, I'm not willing to play this role. So that's when the other complications come in to where, you know, you doing a little slick shit, like liking his main woman's pictures and, and starting DMs shit, and all inboxing, the, uh, yeah, starting shit. private. Right. Yeah. That's, that's but one so I, so I thought that, you know, aside more than like, you know, a side bitch knows that, you know, okay, this nigga has somebody else. But a I lot guess of there, them there do. Are you now you situations. do have dudes who let the other girl know, look, I got a woman at home, but mm-hmm. I'm feeling you. I still want to kick it with you. Okay. I'm a, you know, I'm gonna look out for you when I can, but I got a woman at home. I, I don't want to mess that up. You have some dudes that do keep it real like that, but then uh-huh. you have those ones who they don't let us know or they don't let women know about they woman at home. And so we're assuming we're the only woman until we find out we're the other woman. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but once again, we're going to talk about that in another episode. Now, my issue with him saying that she was the side bitch is in order for you to have a side bitch, you have to have a main bitch. Because right. if you ain't got no main bitch, she ain't no motherfucking side. She's an entree. There's a difference. Can you just have a bunch of sides and no main? No, you can just have a bunch of bitches you fucking with. Okay, all right. <laughs> so now, when he said side, when he said that she was the side bitch, I'm automatically thinking, oh shit! So him and Mimi must still be together. That ain't that ain't right. Cause him and Mimi just had a they had a situation a while back where they was on in on going back and forth with one another mm-hmm. on social media. So from my understanding, him and Mimi wasn't together. Yeah, he take care of his daughter, he take care of his kids, but him and Mimi ain't together. At least that's what we thought. But then here, a couple of days before all this shit happened, Mimi posted a video that I'm going to insert. Mimi posted a video of him and her, her son in a, in recording a music video together. Mm. So is him and Mimi back together? And now all of a sudden, because you and Mimi back together and she ready to come home so y'all can play house, you got to get rid of Danny Lay? Because that's that's the vibe I'm getting. You mm. ready to make shit work with your baby mama because there's rumor that she's pregnant again. I'll insert clips here. Everything that I'm speaking on is allegedly because we don't know for sure, but there is rumor that she's pregnant again. So... If that's the case, then I can see why he came home. Or I, I, I'm not saying I understand, but it would make sense why he would want to go ahead and get rid of Danny Lay, because he ready to bring baby mama home so they could start nesting for this new little baby. <laughs> you know, those are just my assumptions. I, I don't know exactly what's going on. This really is a conversation that's above my pay grade. <laughs> I can't afford to I can't afford to be in these people business like this but y'all know how I am I got to bring y'all the shit that's going on and, and that's going on okay um so whatever the case may be we have that live where he considered her a side chick um and Danny Lay was like well you know before I go out bad again 
let me post these receipts because sir we've been together for the last three years on and off you left me when i told you i was pregnant but then we got back together before i before i went in labor so she has her receipts where she's showing pictures and videos of them together and in one of the videos i'll stay here he tells her i love you i love her <laughs> Love me. Mm -hmm. How much? That's not enough. Nah. And mm. she said, I love you too. And mm. she said, how much? And you know, so is do dudes fall in love with their side bitches? Ain't that because I, my side I dude been around for a while, but I don't think I love him. I, yeah, I thought that was against the rules. Oh, so there are rules to side do. Oh, yes, we're gonna have a part two on this baby because I need to know. I need to know, you know. So, anyways, who said I got my receipts? Who your side bitch? What nigga fly her whole fly the family out and get me a plane and a jet and a, a, a boat and all this shit for my birthday? For us, who, who do all that for a side chick? Now, I'm not saying that it ain't niggas out here who don't take care of their side, because right. it is, mm -hmm. but you was public with your side. Mm. Everybody knew about you and Danny Lay. Everybody knew as soon as she popped up pregnant, it was yours. Yeah, there was no secret. It wasn't no secret. This wasn't no sneaky link that turned into a relationship. Y'all was together. Sus got you a car for your birthday. Mm. She even wrote a song. <laughs> you wrote a so song that song was about and had her in the video, right? My that, little that... bitch is a masterpiece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this what we doing in 2021? Let's mm, go, Mister Kirk. What are you doing? Okay, like somebody fucking a game up. Yeah. Somebody, somebody messing it up. Somebody that not understanding the assignment. Yeah, that ain't side bitch. That ain't sneaky link behavior. That's that a girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know her whole family. She know your family. That's our that's fuck a girlfriend. That's our fuck with you heavy behavior. Heavy, yeah. heavy. Yeah. Okay. So mm. this is what kind of this is what got caught my attention because I caught the baby in a lie. So there's, <laughs> I caught him in a lie. I don't care. Now, Sus said she's been at the penthouse for the last three months since she gave birth to her baby. Him and his assistant said she just got there a week ago. Now, follow me, camera. He stated in his live that he went to Dominican Republic, didn't like the hospitals and the conditions down there. She came to his hotel and he got her back to the States, got her to a private doctor um got the baby everything he need and if y'all was paying attention closely he said and i put her in a penthouse did what i was supposed to do got the baby everything she need she does not live with me when did she get here to where we at um, a week ago we see the hospital we see this and that i'm already like uh you know what i mean i don't really want you know no child you know this is what it is, but it's a different country, so, you know, it's cool. I'm still, I'm rocking to whatever beat, you know what I'm saying? I'm rocking to whatever beat, you know what I mean? I didn't, you know, I got the child on the way, I'm stepping up. However it go, that's how it go. The child being born in DR, whatever. Shout it gets into it. 
with her parents while I'm out there in DR, me and my assistant, while we out there. They got their whole thing going on. That ain't my business to be telling y'all. It ain't, you know. That's not my business to be telling y'all. You get what I'm saying? Long story short, they get into it. Me and my assistant, I took my assistant to book the jet for the following day so we can get up out of here. We ain't from here. We don't know what these folks got going on. Let's go. You get what I'm saying? Let's go. Let's go. I come back, take care of my baby once she get here. Right now, we got to go. My sister now, you do not need to leave her in that house. Oh, you do not need to leave your baby out here. Not need to leave your baby out here. I'm like, nah. Book the jet. From that night to the next morning while we waiting on the jet to be there, shouting, calls my phone, call my assistant phone, her mama. DMing my cameraman, calling and texting my assistant. Mama them trying to control her, trying to keep her over there. She trying to run away with me. I'm not trying to have nothing to do with none of this shit. I'm just trying to take care of my baby when he get here and make sure my baby gonna be straight when she get here. I'm not trying to have nothing to do with nothing. Like, get what I'm saying? I'm not trying to have nothing to do with nothing. I'm just trying to step up to the plate as a man and take care of my baby. No matter how I ended up having a baby, it's a blessing to me. This just, you know, this is how I'm set up as a man. You know what I mean? She called me 150 times. I'm like, nah, you need to stay here with your people. You need to, you know what I mean? Yeah, you need to work out what you got going on. All this shit is on, you know, all this shit on record. Because shawty, you know, that's how shawty, shawty go all out with shit. Like, shawty will text me 100,000. This shit really is deep. You get what I'm saying? But that's what I'm in. That's what I'm it's my reality. This what I'm. This what I'm mixed up in. So I got to stand on the business and still be there and take care of the child. But you know, so I'm like, nah, you need to stay here. You need to stay here. Shout it's real deal. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, shout it. Packed her shit and pulled up to the hotel we was at with her shit. In the you know what I mean? Like this shit get deep now. You know, with her shit in the car. My sister and I don't leave her like she she's calling my phone saying she don't feel safe if she stayed here, had a kid out here, she don't want to have a kid out here. So me being the the good hearted nigga I am, you get what I'm saying? I say, okay, fuck it. Come on, get on the jet. I call a private doctor. They had the baby. She had the baby, they delivered the baby in America the next day. As soon as the jet landed. Delivered the baby safely. You know what I'm saying? Way better, way better hospital conditions, all that. And then I'm making sure that she's set up with everything she need. I go get everything. I go get everything, you know, everything. Anything a baby can possibly have, I go get it. I set it up at the penthouse down here in the city. But I'm making shit clear. She had the baby the next day. Y'all, y'all got to listen to what y'all got to listen. Because that's what he said. So how is it she got there a week ago, but a day after she had her baby, you got her a penthouse? Because it sounded to me like she been in that penthouse since she gave birth to that baby. Yeah, laid up. Let plan house. Mm-hmm. Oh, and let's go back to the, the beginning. So apparently all of this happened because Danny Lay had got a plan B order to his condo. Allegedly. 
allegedly. She she got a plan B sent to yeah. the house. Like she might do a little DoorDash, little Instacart or whatever, had them bring her a plan B because they have been having unprotected sex since she been there. Mm-hmm. And that's why this all happened because she had got a plan B sent to the house. Okay. So if this don't sound like a nigga that need an excuse to get out, I don't know what to do. It, it, now that you put it like that, it sounds like, you know, because I'm pretty sure the last, what, the last couple weeks, two months or so ain't really been that that right for him. So they probably been laid up in there for about the last two or three months since all that shit happened with, you know, his comments about the uh, LGBTQ plus community. So he ain't been on tour nowhere. He ain't had nowhere to pop out really. So I'm pretty sure the best thing that they told him was like, look, lay low till this shit blow over and what else he had to do? Lay up with his house and nutting her and whatever else. So now he, now I don't know a nigga alive that's having protected sex with their baby mama. Now he's back um, in, in the public, you know, he can, he can tour again soon. Um, New EP out. Um, Charlotte Hornets been playing almost, uh, they, they, well, about 15 games in, we ain't seen him at a Charlotte Hornets game yet, but now, you know, he got an EP out, he can tour again, now he's at the game courtside with J. Cole, and life is back to normal, so. Sound like to me a nigga needed an excuse to get out. Right. Now that you say that, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now, when, when Lil Baby, Coyle Ray, when they came and did a concert here in Charlotte, he was a special guest or a surprise guest at that concert, mm-hmm. but even still, he was still at home. So, yeah, you... Yeah, yeah. That's you what it sounded like to me. Home. Yeah. You know, so whatever the case may be, y'all, this shit is all over the internet, all over the blogs. Um, there's a lot of, you know, celebrities and fans showing their support to Danny Lay because at this point... She's at a crucial point in her postpartum. Okay. Yeah. She's at a she is at a crucial point where she can go, she can literally go into depression, postpartum, all of like she's just she's just at a crucial point. She just had a baby. Mm-hmm. This is her first baby. She shouldn't be going through no stress right now. She should just be focusing on loving and nurturing her new baby girl. Right. And she can't because she got to deal with the foolishness. Of the man who she thought she was in love with and in a relationship with. I refuse to believe that he has been making it known to her that we're not in a relationship. Now, I could be wrong. I could be wrong because Danny Lake could be one of them ones to, you know, just be one of them ones that think it's more than what it is. I could be wrong. But at the same time, it's it's it ain't no it ain't no sworn secret that women are emotional. You can't be having sex with me unprotected and then nothing in me raw like you want another baby with me, but then telling me we ain't together. You can't do that with me. No, yeah. Mm-mm. You can't not with me. Cause nigga, the first time you fuck me raw, we go together. <laughs> the second time we finna get engaged. The third time, nigga, we married the fuck. Why is you being weird to me? The fuck? No. Now, all of this is just fucking ghetto to me, if you ask me. I think Very much. 
the going live was extremely unnecessary. Now, like I told you, I would have recorded it, but I would have kept the videos in my back pocket. Mm-hmm. And if she would have came out and made like the situation was something that it wouldn't hold the fuck up. I got proof that this is what happened. You know what I'm saying? But nonetheless, the baby feel like he lives in a world where he just have to go live. And then it killed me how he, when he go live, he be like, y'all know I don't go live about this. But he go live after everything that happens to him. When he shot that kid in Walmart, he did a live. Afterwards, like a couple days later, he did a live. When he got into this situation with the LGBTQ, he did a live. When mm-hmm. his brother passed away, he did a live. When his dad passed away, he did a live. So we're not finna sit here and make like, this ain't what you do. This is what you do. You feel like you always have to get out into the front of the story before everybody else tell their story. You know what I'm saying? And just like you said, he ain't never went, he ain't never been trending for his music. He always be trending for other shit that he done done. Right. Which is sad in a sense. Scary. The first time the baby was trending, he showed up to the music awards in a fucking diaper. <laughs> like, come on now. It's just a whole lot, a whole lot of. Now, a lot of people are wondering, what do Mimi have to do with this? And if y'all don't know, Mimi is the first baby mama, okay? The baby mama of the daughter who he is always seen with. You know, he shows her off always. That's that's the first baby mama. Now, apparently Mimi done went live and, you know, she had her two cents to say, celebrities never tell us what we want to hear. They always right. put around what's really mm-hmm. going on, whatever the case may be. Mimi has her her live, excuse me, she has, she went live and, you know, she gave her two cents on whatever the fuck she felt like. She was telling a whole lot of nothing, but she went live and said what she had to say. And like I told y'all, I really feel like she jumped in it because her and the baby is back together. She pregnant with the baby, baby. She pregnant with another the baby, okay? And it's to the point where, look, if we're going to be together, you need to get that bitch up out that penthouse because I'm ready to come home. He needed a way out so he can make Mimi happy. And there it is. Danny, let you got to go. Right. Because even though I fuck with you and you was my girl at one point, most of my feelings is with Mimi because we just got a lot of time invested. You know? So, Mm -hmm. hey. I guess he don't like a yellow bone ain't what he want after all. <laughs> I, look, I'm just, it's just a whole lot, a whole lot. Of so now do you think that song was, was made to antagonize baby mom? At first, when I when we did the episode back on episode 21, we did an mm. episode on it. And yeah. at first I didn't think that's what it was. But now, now realizing that the beef between her and Danny Lay or Mimi and Danny Lay is more than just what it is. Uh-huh. It might have been like, bitch, I'm fucking on your nigga. Let me make you mad a little bit. Right. You know, it, it might have been. So th- there's another woman out there, right? There's a, the, the second baby mama, because Danny Lay the third. There's a second baby but, mama. Now, sus ain't said nothing. But no, isn't there another one that, that just posted something about um he bought? Oh, yeah. So and- there's a hairstylist. Okay. who posted and i will include the screenshot here this hairstylist stated i knew that nigga wasn't the shit i knew that nigga wasn't shit when he booked a hair appointment for his baby mama after beating up my pussy 
So he fucked you and then booked an appointment with you for his baby mama. Is that a secret though? Like, I mean, that that he that he he's not out here fucking. That's not a secret. Does does anybody in their right mind think that the baby ain't out here in cheeks? Well, I know he, I know he is, but here's my thing. When the baby first came on the scene, he made it clear that he don't follow females on social media mm -hmm. because it's a distraction. He's trying to stay focused. But just because you don't follow them on social media, don't mean don't mean you don't follow them in these streets. Yeah. You well, yeah, rap about fucking all the time. That's one of those so stories. Even to make like you out here like some saint being faithful to one woman. Yeah, I would. I would not have never assumed that or guessed that or thought it. Right. No, so it's just, honey, this shit was all over the internet, and I definitely wanted to put my two cent in on it. Reggie, you said some, but you ain't really say a whole whole lot. I guess because I just been running off. Y'all know I'm motor mouth made bail when it comes to the these type of topics when i just have views and opinions i just have mm -hmm. views and opinions like it's just there's, a, there's a lot of things into it um you know especially when you scroll social media and you see like what people are saying um one thing do i think that Danielle didn't have nowhere to go not at all i'm pretty sure she had somewhere to go if she really wanted to but she didn't leave because it's more to the story and that relationship than what the baby is telling us. And I, I tend to believe more of her side in that aspect of the relationship because a woman is really not going to lie about what the fuck is going on in the relationship. Not to the yeah. world anyway. She, you know, um, I, as a man, him, like I said, him going, him going on social media, you know, live was, I hate to say sucker shit, but it looks that way. It looks that way. And then, you know, you're talking about protection. Of course, you got to protect yourself because you are a million dollar asset to a lot of people, not just your family, but to these record labels, to, you know, club promoters, a lot of like Charlotte, um, you generate money. So those people that were in there, not going to let nothing happen to you. I'm pretty sure they can record as well and you don't have to go live. And as a man, a lot of people do this these days, and man and woman. Um, I don't, I don't get the the point of making your child's uh parent, mother or father, look bad, especially like that. Yeah. You know, um, that's something that's something that that child is gonna have to grow up to and, and you know live with for the rest of their life. And then what? Nine times out of ten, they always get back together anyway. So now I just we'll made you look stupid. Yeah, yeah. Right. Now, now so now I just made you look stupid, or you made me look stupid. And two, three days later, we back in each other's arms. I don't know. Is the whole situation is, a whole is, lot, is a weird. Whole lot. Um <laughs> I think all that shit could have been resolved behind closed doors. I, I'm still waiting to to see, you know, since they told us everything anyway, go ahead and tell us what led up to him feeling like he need to go live. Cause her just, have, her having a plan B deliver. Uh, so I I'm think what you're asking is, do you, you want to know, we already know why he went live because he has a lot of deals on the table. He has a lot of, you know, he trying to save his career. Right. And so, you know, that's why he went live. But what are you But we want to know what caused for? this whole situation from the very beginning. Yeah, what, what are you going live to, 
to protect yourself for? Like you went live to protect yourself, but why? So in his statement that he put out, he stated that she was physically abused. Oh, but she why? Was, so she was charged with two accounts of simple assault. She was. That was later put out. Mm-hmm. She also she also put it out there that she had um she left the the penthouse so she's no longer in the penthouse. Mm-hmm. Um, with yeah, him, she, the, she is safe. She's you know she's gonna take some time away from social media, which I totally understand. Um. But it, it was put out that she did, she was charged with two accounts of simple assault. I'm not exactly mm-hmm. sure exactly what simple assault is. Could bitch, you either hit him or you didn't, but whatever. Right. Um, I feel like he just, I feel like he went out bad, but she went out bad too. Because mm-hmm. there's no way in the hell a nigga finna stand up and tell me to leave and I stay. Absolutely. Like, sus, I would have served him some hell of a fucking child support papers and would have <laughs> went on with my life. Mm-hmm. Would have went on with my life. I would have never stopped. I would have never fucked with him again after he left me while I was pregnant. Because that's right. the time when you really need him the most. You pregnant with your first child and he left you. I wouldn't have went back. But, you know, of course, when you in love, your heart, it tell you to do shit that you, your mind telling you not to do. So I get it. But... I don't know. It's just go ahead and get your child, get your lawyer to get y'all some child support papers put together and just handle your business and take care of your baby. You see what type of nigga he is. Mm-hmm. We ain't never heard of no success story of him with no woman successfully. Never. You the first right. girlfriend we don't know for him to have besides the baby mama. Everybody yeah. else is just bitches he just been fucking on. <sighs> He went out bad because we, the people, we see how you treat the the mother of your child. Mm-hmm. You you showed us that. You went live. You made that decision thinking that it was going to have you looking good on your part. Yeah. But no, we see you as a fucking, like, how could you? Mm-hmm. How could you? And then to try to save face, you want to put on like you father of the year. Father of the year don't just because you take care of your kids, that don't make you father of the year, especially when you treat your baby mama like that. And she is the one that has to take care of your kids when you're not around. So you're talking about the video that he made after all this with him holding the baby. With him holding the baby, he trying to make like he father of the year. No. So she was still there. Still witness you verbally abusing your baby mama. She was literally told her she had to leave in the middle of the fucking night with the baby. Cause I believe he, I don't believe that he was there with the baby by himself. She was still there. No, she was still she, there. Yeah, she wasn't going nowhere without the baby. No, she was still there. That baby wasn't leaving until she left. Exactly. The baby so, is too busy of an artist to be a full-time dad. Not by himself. He's going to have to have a team to help him out with his kids mm-hmm. while he's on the road, doing interviews, doing tours, doing concerts, doing music videos, recording, etc. cetera. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. no, we not finna... The baby lost me with this one. He lost me. I was already falling back because I didn't like how even though it was a situation where he was quote-unquote defending himself and had to take that little boy's life in the Walmart, mm-hmm. I don't like how he was parading it around in his music. That's where I was starting to get turned off. But this situation right here really did it for me. This really did it for me because it was triggering and it was tr- it was triggering for me because I used to have a baby daddy that used to talk to me like that. 
mm-hmm. got a baby daddy that still feel like he could talk to me like that. Now I check his ass, but I got a baby daddy that, that feel like he could talk to me like that for whatever reason, whatever animosity and anger that he got built up against me. But I got a baby daddy that talked to me like that. Right. So this was triggering for me. Now I ain't never been in this position where a nigga felt like he could put me out. You can't put me out of my own shit. That's the question. But I was you know, just even still. You. That's the question I was just about to ask you. So, and this probably off on a whole nother episode of topic. Do you feel like men that that throw that out there, hey, you can get out um women, even if a woman do it, because there are women that do it too. Um, the spouse or whoever give them that power because of the you you're the breadwinner or you pay the majority of this or you pay all the bills like for instance let's say a woman says you know i want a man that pays everything i just you know and he feel like because he money. pay everything that he have the right to put her out yeah do you think that, he, that that's where they get that entitlement and that power from i feel like that's i feel like that's one of the reasons why a lot of women don't want a man to be the sole provider for them because that because some men do a lot of men don't know how to handle that type of power mm-hmm. a lot of men feel like because they pay all the bills that they can go out and cheat and they can they can put you out when they want to a lot of men do feel that way a lot of women who are sole providers feel that way too that's why a lot of men um a lot of men don't like when the woman make more money than them because she, it, she feels entitled to abuse her power you know what I'm saying? When it comes to him. that, you know, but my whole thing is if I'm going to be with a man that's going to pay all the bills, baby, you're not going to be the only one getting money. I'm definitely going to have me a, a bag set up, mm-hmm. uh, a rainy day fund, because the second you think you finna put me the fuck up out of here, don't ever think I ain't got nowhere to go. I ain't got no money to fall back on. You know what I'm saying? So in situations like in situations like this, we know Danny Lay ain't broke, but at the same time, right. It's definitely a good thing to have you a plan B, so to speak. Mm-hmm. You know, ladies, we we have to accept the fact that we're not living in a time where we're dealing with men who aren't like this. You know, so we need to prepare ourselves for the day that our man decides to turn on us and flip on us and decide he want to put us and the kids out. And we we have to have some type of plan B for ourselves, you know. Cause we, I'm not finna sit here and make like every man that's out there paying all the bills is does not have this type of mentality. Right, absolutely. You know, so if I ever come in contact with a man who wants to be with me and love on me and my kids and wants to pay all these bills, that's good and fine. But Aisha got a, a savings account that she adding to every mm-hmm. paycheck. You know, I, but I, I don't see you doing that. I, I don't see you saying. You know, I'm I'm good with that. I see you. Well, look, I'm gonna get this car note, or I'm gonna pay. I'm gonna get. Oh, this I want some type of input. Like, like, you know, I mean, we're but, gonna do something. So, even even if a man does come in and pay all the bills, or you know, does come in and provide majority of the financial needs or whatever, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna. I can't just sit here and not do nothing. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You know what so, saying? You know, so I'm you, gonna you be doing something like, that's gonna get me some money because I like, like to spend money. But you gonna also want to feel like you know you're you're that I'm needed. You're providing. Yeah, you're, you're valuable around there. Like, Most no, definitely. Like, you're not doing all this shit by yourself. Like, right? Yeah, right. yeah. You paid this house note, but guess who was paying this damn electric bill? Like, uh, the house is good, but it ain't shit without this electric bill being played. You know what I'm saying? Like, right? You know, or 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 whatever else. Like, no, this is a team. 
Yeah. And we built it's this shit together. It's a partnership. We're yeah. going to do this we, shit together. Regardless of who pay what, mm. as long as we're meeting the goals at the end mm-hmm. of the day, it don't matter who pay what, you know? Right. Um, but nonetheless, like I said, they got on Beyonce's internet, use uh, Blue Ivy Carter's Wi-Fi and decided to bless us with this foolishness. Um my heart goes out to Danny Lay because as a woman and as a mother, I definitely um, feel for her, but I'm also at a point where I'm done showing sympathy to women who are not, who are not putting forth the effort to wake the fuck up. Okay. Talk about it. The baby was a fucking, he is a narcissist. He green light, he gaslighted her, mm-hmm. led her on. He was charming when he needed to be to get what he wanted. You know what I'm saying? But ultimately, it was all about him. Nowhere in that statement or nowhere in none of the lives did he mention, I wanted Shawty to leave. My baby could stay, but she had to leave. Mm-hmm. Nowhere did he mention it. <sighs> this shit ain't about the baby. This is about you making room for your other baby mama, allegedly. I'm just, I'm over it. Like I'm, I'm literally, I unfollowed him. I no longer will purchase any of his music. If it, if it come on the radio, I'll listen to it, but I'm not downloading anything. Like I just can't support, I'm done supporting this type of behavior for my own personal entertainment. And that goes for all other rappers and artists that like, I just, I'm just done supporting this type of, this type of behavior. If we really want to put a stop to this bullshit, then we have to put a stop to it. Right. Now, we we, we can't totally uh, dismiss her too because I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure what role she plays in this. I mean, I was never this, a I, fan of Danny. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what role she plays in this. Um, is she toxic? I believe both of them are toxic. I believe, I believe they're both toxic. Of them are. I believe yeah. they're toxic together. Um, is she the type of woman that that is, you know, toxic and like the hitman or whatever else when she get out right i think i get vibe from her yeah i I, probably but i I do think you know a lot of women um can get in that mode when you flip that switch and you you provoke it or you um you know push them to the edge just like men can i mean there i you you can show me a bunch of men and I, i i know them and i'm like you know what he'll never put his hands on a woman but you never know what this nigga do once he's provoked or he's slapped or he's pushed or whatever else. So um, I just think that they need to step back like, like they're doing and, and realize that, you know, this probably in it. We don't need to be together. There's too many people that are trying to force relationships that they know not going to work, that they know not going to work. And they're both, they are too toxic for each other. That goes to like staying in a relationship for the kids bad idea you know that you know what i'm saying shit like that mm-hmm. that yeah or bad stand idea. because you know they can't maintain without you whatever the case may be right. like it's it's a lot of that going on nowadays and how can you be happy too. how can you be happy when um just just by your how can you be happy living in a house with somebody that makes you unhappy but right. you just want to see your kid smile like you you're yeah. not going to be any good for your kid if you if you are mentally if you not, miserable that shit right. gonna wear you, off on you yeah. Exactly. And kids notice stuff like that. 
kids notice right. stuff like that. They grow to like really like notice uh, how mom and dad then interact or like this or that. And, you know, things mm-hmm. start to play back, especially the older they get. You're just yep. making the kids life m- more uh, miserable than, than what it should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, this relationship is done ran its course. Um, I really feel like I really, I really hope and pray she really do learn from this mm-hmm. because I would hate for, you know, it gets to a point where they decide to be back together. I really would hate for that because there's no good going to come from this. Right. Um, there's definitely some healing that needs to take place. There's some self-evaluating evaluation that needs to take place. Mm-hmm. Um, ultimately, you know, I'm, I try my hardest not to take nobody's side, but at the end of the day, I'm a woman, I'm a mother, you know, so I feel for her. Now there was rumor where I think he stated that, you know, allegedly she was using him for her career, but I'm trying to figure out how, what career, Danny Lay maybe got two songs that I know. Nobody is really rushing to the stores to buy her music or rushing to stream her music like that. You know, and I'm not trying to downplay her as an artist or anything, but I'm just saying, you know, if y'all been together three years and you've done nothing for her career, so what right. exactly? Yeah, I, I ain't seen no Danny Lay uh, album on the... On the uh, you know, so I'm just... Mm, yeah, I, I ain't really buying it. But, you know, whatever the case may be. I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you think this is going to be a pattern for her as far as in, because it looks like she has a particular type. I can't really pinpoint who she's all, who she's been associated with, like far as in her past, man. But do you think this is her type? Um, I think black men are her type. Uh-huh. Um... The baby. I, I want to say no. I hope that this isn't a pattern for her. I I hope that this is a situation that really wakes her up, uh-huh. um, to the point where, you know, she decides to try something new when she do decide to date again. Uh-huh. Um, I really do hope that we don't see her in the news anymore for situations related to this or maybe similar to this i really do hope that she find love um more like a sierra type of meg the stallion type thing you know they was both in toxic relationships and then they got out and they found someone that really completes them and makes them happy and i want that for her but at the same time if you don't hit your head hard enough you ain't gonna really wake up and realize that okay i need to start switching some things up but right. as women a lot of us can't help what we're attracted to right she better find russell's prayer no she need to find sierra's prayer she need to find russell's prayer no <laughs> russell's prayer is for the dude she need to find sierra's no, prayer. Sierra ain't got no prayer russell is russell's prayer russell well, got really i need my husband nah, but... praying russell's prayer <laughs> but um come find me so one, one more narrative that i don't like that i would like to speak on um the 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 floating around issue that that people are saying um what can you expect? This is what happens when you when you start dating or messing around with black men. Black men don't really treat black women right. So, um, what what could she have expected? And that that is the dumbest thing I I've heard and I've seen, because white men do this, Asian men do this. I mean, I don't, I think it's 
not a, not a black man thing. It's not. It's a people thing because there are. It's women a man thing. Period. Okay. Yeah, but but there um, are women that that do this. I, I have a friend that was, um, his wife was making more money than him, and she made him. And once the fan, shit hit the fan, and they got in arguments, she made him feel like he wasn't shit, and he uh, without her, he wasn't nothing, and he can get out whenever when he should leave whenever she tell him to get out. Yeah. Um, so you're right. It is a people thing because not just men do this, but women do this too. Um, but ultimately to stereotype black women, like, I mean, black men like that, that's, black men that's, and black part, men. that's the problem. Yeah. You know, not all black men cheat, not all black men dog, they, the mother of their kids, mm-hmm. not all black men put you through stress like this, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, that's the world we living in now. Like that's a that's a part of the problem, and we need to fix the problem yeah. in order for um, the perception of black people in general to change. Mm-hmm. You know, like this. I mean, it is what it is. You know, you. I'm not gonna sit here and say that all rappers are this way. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, and matter of fact, no, we can't say that our rappers are this way because we haven't right. heard anything about money bag yo cheating on Ari or fucking around on Ari, and they've been together a little minute now. What about Dirk? Is Dirk in a, like that? No, we ain't never heard nothing about little Dirk in India either. No, you know, so it's just at the end of the day, it's just certain certain individuals that just carry on with this type of behavior. Right. It's social media. We put too many people in our business. I can't tell you when when I when I've ever heard a white couple going live saying, "Oh, I need to protect myself," or "She this." I told her to get out. She ain't get out. Like you don't see that from white people. Because white people handle. I feel like white people don't handle their situations like how we yeah, handle. Exactly. We feel like we have to, even though we want to be private. We feel like we got to put everybody in our business. Exactly. So that narrative. The second we buy something new. Mm-hmm. We showing it off on our social media. The second we take a picture and some nice clothes and we feeling ourselves, we show that shit off. White people just enjoy life. Right. So we help them out with that narrative when we start putting them in the business or showing them specific things. Like that's where they get it from. Because, yeah. you know. Mm, I can agree to a certain extent. I feel like white people wouldn't have a certain image of us if we didn't portray that image right. to them. If, yeah, black if black women wasn't on on beyonce's internet talking about black men ain't shit or niggas ain't shit then white they wouldn't have they wouldn't use that as and i feel like right. a lot of the and, bullets that they load their gun mm-hmm. with to fire at us yeah. we hand deliver them ourselves and I if do we like, and if black like men wasn't on the internet talking about black women's attitudes or they this or that they then wouldn't, they wouldn't have wouldn't a narrative no, to go oh, with oh, right it wouldn't be no oh she got a black girl attitude or or sister girl attitude or whatever else yeah but yeah that's another topic for another day that's another topic we, we, for we another can day. go on about that on and on and on we definitely could because yeah i feel like these white girls out here that are uh culture appropriating black women uh-huh. they because they see it as a trend they see that it's popping uh-huh. you know what i'm saying they we give them the 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 cheat sheet to either use against us or to try to beat us. Right. You know, so it is what it is. I But it's like, when it comes to Black people, it's not just one particular type of Black person. No. You know, it's so many different varieties of Black people when it comes to the moves we make, the attitudes we have, the way we view things. It's just mm-hmm. all of us think different. We don't all think the same. 
Absolutely. You know, right. I when I went out and bought a new car, I my first instinct was not to take a picture and put it on social media. For one, I don't want motherfuckers thinking I got money. I don't want nobody to feel like they can be comfortable to call my phone and ask me for something. That's what I don't want. Mm-hmm. But then you have other black people who feel like they so proud of what they did that they have to show it off. One thing I heard I, I, somebody, one um, a content creator got online and he said, baby, you ain't got to tell the world you got money because when you got money, it's going to show. Very true. So it's like, I just been running with that ever since. Yes, I posted that I purchased a home online because that was a that was an achievement that I didn't even think I could accomplish, you know. But ultimately, I'm not bragging, so to speak, about oh, I bought a house, I got this and I got that, my house worked this much. Da, da, da. I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. The most that y'all see is what's behind me. I don't really be online showing off my house like that, you know. I'm proud of my accomplishment. I'm proud of the goals that I've uh, um, accomplished. But you know, it's people out there who not in my in, on my level, so to speak, or not in my space to where they can feel that way for me. Y'all, we keep forgetting that it's people praying on our downfall. If we keep forgetting that everybody ain't gonna be able to afford Christmas this year, we keep forgetting that everybody ain't up like mm. we up. Mm-hmm. You know, so the last thing we need is to get them people a reason to do whatever they feel like they need to do to get to where we at. And when I say whatever they need to do, that's what I mean. On Christmas, I'm not showing off Christmas gifts and shit like that because somebody out there didn't get Christmas. But you know what? They may feel like they got to do what they got to do to get Christmas for their kids. So guess what? Somebody house <laughs> finna get broken too. Somebody right. finna get robbed. Somebody finna get beat up and take it for everything they got. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. So I think about things like that before I go posting shit on social media. My social media is, to, is really just me being humorous i like i post pictures of me i hard i try my hardest i don't like posting pictures of my kids that make me extremely vulnerable but every now and again i post pictures on my kids but like that's really it i try my hardest not to do a whole lot of bragging when it comes to social media because everybody not gonna feel the way you feel about your accomplishments and your goals Mm -hmm. you know so that's that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother day though because when we start realizing that it's a whole bunch of different types of black people then our views and opinions and the things that we see going on within our culture will start making a lot of sense to us it's a lot of shit that motherfuckers do that don't make sense to us because we keep thinking that they want us when it's just a bunch of us the black community itself is a melting pot of different black yes it is All of us think different. I feel like the shit the baby did was extremely disgusting. You got black people somewhere agreeing with what he did. I -hmm. think that shit was disgusting to bring the world into y'all affairs like that. That was disgusting. I wish a nigga of mine would. Bitch, I'll shoot you in your ass right now if you don't cut that goddamn phone off. Yeah. Do you think she was ready to show the baby yet? She wanted the, the she world. She was to be- not. Okay. She even said, oh, yeah. "Um, I hate that this is the first time. I hate that this the first time y'all get to see my baby." That is a bad. You know, look she said too. something along the lines of that. That's a bad look too. The first time that you know you see your baby is when you right. and your baby daddy going through domestic bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know, so this whole this whole situation was disgusting. Disgusting. Um, I really feel like. 
if they was going to record it, they should have just recorded and kept the videos in their back pocket and then released them whenever they felt like they needed to. Um, ultimately, I do hate that women in general, and I'm not just talking about black women or white women or Puerto Rican women, I'm talking about all women. I really hate that we're still going through situations like this. I really hate that we give a nigga our all, we give a man our all, and we get asked to kiss in the end. I really hate that we going through shit like this. And, you know, I just, I feel for her, but you know, it's like, it's like something in me want to say, girl, but you knew better. But it's like that, that organ that's in our chest, that one that beat, that pump blood through our system, that shit is powerful. Uh-huh. And when it's locked in on something, you can't change its mind. Yeah, you know. So ultimately, she was in love, and she just got caught up with the wrong one. I hate that a baby was the result in all of this because the yep. baby is the true victim. You know, this little baby, she don't know nothing about what's going on, but she can grow older and Google her mom and daddy, and then these videos pop up. Because once it's on the internet, it ain't going nowhere. No, so the shit is there, you know. So mm-hmm. I really hate that for the baby, but you know, ultimately, you live and you learn. Mm-hmm. You live and you learn. This video gonna pop up too <laughs> when she Google it. It will. It's gonna be so many podcasts and everything, especially. It, yeah, I posted that on Twitter yesterday. Especially like the podcast uh, community, the culture of the content creators is going crazy trying to get their shit together to mm. put out some content for their listeners because that's what they doing. They giving us shit to talk about. Yeah. You know, so. Mm. But nonetheless, this was another episode of Coffee and Apple Juice, the podcast. I want to thank you so much, Reggie, for coming onto my platform and speaking with me today. Uh-huh. You really did a lot of listening than you did talking because y'all know I just talk too much and I'm sorry, but I just be having so much to say about certain things. So they didn't come, they didn't come here to hear me talk. They came to look at you with your fine self. No, <laughs> no, they came to listen, <laughs> listen to you and look at you. I do look good, though, don't I? Yeah, you do. Y'all, I'm growing my hair out so I can get dread. Oh, so, hence the wig. But I love this little hair. I might wear this to work today, even though after, I don't really work in an environment to be looking this good. But After we talked about the fade, doing what the fade is supposed to do. Yeah, the fade was not given. Mm. So, I went and got a haircut for my birthday. I'm going to post a picture here. Um, I went and got my hair cut in a fade, and I just didn't like it. So, like, I got a little bit of alopecia um on on just the size of my head which i think is weird but whatever um but i got a look a little light case of alopecia so my hair doesn't grow as full um as the rest of my head do so i had my barber cut it in a fade thinking that it could kind of blend it in but what i failed to realize is that because the issue with my alopecia is so uh, is so high up he had to fade my hair up high. So it made my face look really skinny and really long. And I don't like that. I like having a full round face. So mm. nonetheless, <laughs> I didn't really care for it, but it is what it is. I'm growing it out so I can give me some locks. The lock journey starts. I'm at, yeah, when it grow out. So probably I'll say about the summertime of next year, I'll be ready to um, go ahead and start it. You know, see what it's gonna do. Cause mm-hmm. I just I want to I want a hairstyle. I ain't gotta do a whole lot with. I loved having my haircut because all I needed was a hair a haircut every couple of weeks. Haircut didn't cost mm-hmm. what twenty five dollars thirty at the most. I think I paid sixty five. The most I paid for a haircut was sixty five, and mm-hmm. I didn't mind paying it. 
you know, because he did a really good job. And he educated me about my hair, which I hardly ever get from a barber. Um, but whatever the case may be, that was that was that was okay for me. Mm-hmm. Versus having to buy a wig at three hundred dollars and turn around and get somebody to put the shit on for two hundred and fifty more dollars, like that's uh-uh. like, and I ain't got it like that. <laughs> not right. I got it like that, but I ain't not for to invest in no hair. That's only gonna last a, a week or so. And not this time of year either. Yeah. But um, Reggie, go ahead and plug in your um podcast again, and let's get on up out of here. All right. Well. I am Rez, the Prime Minister, one half of Unapologetic, the podcast, one half of Aries Sports Talking. Aries Talking Sports. Damn, I don't know how that shit came out like that. But yeah, um, R-E-G-I-Z-A-M-A-Z-I-N. Reg is amazing, all one word. Um, Instagram, Unapologetic, the pod, all one word on Instagram. Um, we are all on we're anywhere that you can get your uh, podcast. Apple, Spotify, YouTube, all that good stuff. Um, thank you for having me on. And this don't even feel like we was doing a podcast. Just feel like you Facetime me and we just talk right. Like we like we listen. We talk know. about this shit every day, all day long. Right. We are literally a podcast within our phone conversation, within our text mm-hmm. messages. Like this is what we enjoy doing. We enjoy voicing our opinions on certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of podcasts, as of January first, twenty twenty two, I will be rebranding the Coffee and Apple Juice podcast. As much as I love the name Coffee and Apple Juice, um, I think it's time to go ahead and lay it to rest and rebrand the um, my platform with a new name. Um, I will be revealing that name soon enough. Um, but until then, I am combining all of my social media. So on Instagram, I have a Coffee and Apple Juice podcast as well as a personal, I'm sorry, I have a Coffee and Apple Juice Instagram for the podcast as well as a personal Instagram for myself. But the older I get, the more I do not like being on social media. Mm, But mm, because mm. I have this platform, I still want to um, share you know, just keep you guys in the loop of everything. Um, so what I will be doing, um, as of December 1st, there will no longer be a podcast Instagram. I am combining all podcasts and personal uh content onto one platform. So if you are following the Coffee and Apple Juice podcast on Instagram, I need you to go to your Instagram right now and follow my personal. Pi, uh, my personal Instagram, which is I am Aisha Hadia. So follow my personal Instagram. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to keep you guys in the loop with everything that's going on with the podcast, as well as maybe dropping a selfie here and there, dropping some memes here and there. Um, but I'm definitely, I just need to downsize to just one account because trying to keep up with two is just entirely tiresome for me. Mm-hmm. Um I'm, I'm changing. I'm growing every day. And I'm just, social media really just ain't it for me. I noticed that I'm not on Facebook as much as I used to be. Um, I hardly ever use Twitter. I'm not on Snapchat as much. So Instagram is like the go-to social media that I lo- use, but even still, it's, having two accounts is just too much. So as of December 1st, I am uh, combining both of those podcasts and personal Instagrams into one which is I am Aisha Hadia. So stop what you're doing. Go to your Instagram and follow me now at I-A-M-A-I-S-H-A-H-A-D-I-Y-A. Um, and then as of January 1st, 
the podcast will be rebranded. I will be releasing the name of that soon. Um, I'll still have some different um, segments and things going on for uh, the coffee and apple juice, but for the most part, I am ridding the name, the coffee and apple juice, and I am rebranding the platform to something else. So be looking for new pictures, be looking for new logos, be looking for a new theme intro, which I absolutely love my <laughs> intro. I love it so much, y'all. When my DJ made it for me, y'all, I fell in love. When I when he first made it, I was like, mm. but then I got to listening to it and I was just like, God, I love it. That's why I don't want to change it. But I'm growing and my show is growing with me. My platform is growing with me. So it's just time for a change. I've, I've had a lot going on with the Coffee and Apple Juice podcast, but now I just want to rebrand and just start fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to change the name and change a lot of things, but I'm going to keep all my old episodes um, because nonetheless, that represents me. That represents where I've come from. So I'll still keep my old episode. We're still going to be on the same platforms everywhere. I'm just going to be changing our name. I'm going to be reminding you guys all the way up until January 1st. But January 1st, the Coffee and Apple Juice podcast will no longer be named the Coffee and Apple Juice podcast. So with that being said, thank you guys so much for sticking with me. Thank y'all for watching me. Thank y'all for listening for listening to me. Thank y'all for following me. Um, like I said, when I do get on this camera and I get on this mic, y'all gonna get the best of me, period. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna half ass with y'all. So thank y'all so much for uh, following me along this journey. Um, until next week, this is Aisha Hadia, um, your host of Coffee and Alpha Juice, the podcast. Thank you so much, Reggie, for joining me. And we out. Like, share, subscribe. Like, share, subscribe, all of that. Do all those things. All right? Bye.